Hey everyone, it's the American Soccer Now in 10 or 15 Minutes podcast, back for 2017. Wow, we've made it a long way, Noah, and uh, man, no years have we been consistent in the podcast, but I'm joined by uh, Noah Davis, who is consistently here. What's up, Noah? I'm consistent. We are consistently without a guest, which is important. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to throw any shade at anybody, but John Godfrey, ASN Editor-in-Chief, I think maybe blew us off a little bit. We were ready. I think he might have pretty disappointing because we got three categories and actually i was kind of pandering to him with this one because the categories today if you've never listened to the show before we have three categories categories we have a prompt we talk about soccer based on the prompts we wrap it up in 10 or 15 minutes you get the idea the three categories today are seb florence and urn seb florence and urn these are characters from shows that won shows and movies that won golden globes last night that's like godfrey's wheelhouse how, how are, you, are you a golden globes fan Worst Golden Globes ever. I hated everything about it. It was terrible. I can't I say know, I sure. watched a single second of it, but... I watched the whole thing. It was great. It was great? Or was... I, I don't know. Everyone seemed to be very upset about it. I did not have a whole lot of opinions. Well, let's see if you have some opinions about the soccer topics. What, what do you want first, Noah? We do need to that. We're going to get into it a little bit. What do you want first? Uh, Seb, because that's the one I remember. Oh, which... Do you know... What is it? I don't know. I just remember the name. It's Ryan Gosling. He's clearly the best-looking man going right now. He played a jazz musician who stays true to his roots in La La Land. No, which player is the most attractive to you on this January camp roster? Uh, physically or, like, person I'm excited about? Oh, I guess you can pick either. Okay. I'm not trying wow. to limit you. Really? He's setting it up. Um, you know, I'm going to go into your wheelhouse. I'm pretty excited to see the uh, Matt Hedges-Walker Zimmerman duo from SC okay. Dallas at center back. Uh, you know, I think the U.S. has some pretty good depth at center back, and I think it'd be surprising if these guys broke into the starting lineup uh, for, you know, the, the A-team World Cup qualifiers and stuff. But I think we've been talking about these guys a lot. They both had good MLS seasons, uh, backstop that team. And uh, I think it's going to be great to kind of, you know, see them and, and see what they have and see if they can maybe make a place for that, you know, third third center back, uh, you know, starter if Cameron and whoever else is hurt. I don't know. We'll see. Probably Brooks, yeah. Uh, I'm excited about an FC Dallas player as well. I'm excited about seeing Kellen Acosta in the midfield. I think he's been really, really good with FC Dallas when he's paired with like a, you know, bulldog, gritty central midfielder next to him. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen with Michael Bradley necessarily. But, I mean, you know. Uh, a guy like Jermaine Jones, although hopefully Jones is not still in the system when Kellen Acosta's 25 or 26 in four years, uh, would be a, a nice pairing. So I'm excited for that. And I also think Juan Agadello is intriguing. Uh, he's a guy who's, you know, had some decent MLS uh, seasons. He's still only 24. You know, uh, I, I think there's there's room in the U.S. system for a forward. You know, Bobby Wood and I think Josie Altidore have kind of put their stamp on kind of the one-two. Obviously, Jordan Morris is in the mix as well. Dempsey, when he's, when he's available, uh, when he's healthy... Um, but I think there's there's room for other forwards to get in, don't you think, Noah? Yeah, I, I think there's I think there's a lot of room. Uh, I just you know so many of these guys. I think Agudelo is a great example. Sort of show flashes in there, and they're good, especially the attackers. You know, they're good for a couple months, and then they get hurt, and they sort of kind of disappear. And I think we saw that with even with a guy like Altidore for a while. It seemed yeah. like he kind of finally found his form at the the end of last season, the last you know three four months of last season, uh, and has hopefully put the injury woes behind him. But it, it's kind of too bad. I just feel like there's so many of these, um, and and maybe it's a product of the sort of soccer media getting very excited about players who you know get hot for well, a yeah. month or two and that happens too right like chicharito right sure. now is in a bad spell mexican press is freaking out but like quite frankly by the summer he's probably you know scored a couple goals he's still chicharito like he still can do what he does even if he's not doing it as well as he usually does right now so i mean 
I think that happens anywhere. Certainly, you know, the U.S. press, we're, we're sort of starting to figure out how to freak out at the right times, I think. Uh, which did you think is the most physically attractive? Uh, I'm not going to go there. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll move on. That, that uh, seems like it's just going to get into a place. I will say you're looking really good. You have a little Ryan Gosling thing going with your hair right now. I don't oh. know if it's you haven't taken a shower or not, or just, just you got some gel thing the, going on. Stepped out of the there shower, you go. So, you know, a little, little, I did see La La Land, so you know, maybe I'm trying to copy that Gosling <laughs> look a little bit. Let's move on. I'm picking the category. I know what it is, but I'm going to go to Earn. One of my favorite uh, shows going right now is Atlanta. And this show, Donald Glover plays a kind of down on his luck, but sort of also just has bad luck character uh, in the Atlanta rap scene. Uh, it's, a, it's a phenomenal show if you haven't seen it. My question here is, which player is the most underrated? This is either someone who is a snub or someone who maybe is on the roster but isn't getting a lot of love. Um, man, you know, it's my question. I don't really have a great answer. I thought I was surprised not to see Lee win on it on the roster just because I think that he's a guy who got a few chances under Klinsman, but I, I thought Bruce Arena might have a little more love for him. Uh, he is getting up there, you know. I think that you, you wanted to see some young guys in this camp. A guy like Darlington Nagby maybe obviously fell out with Klinsman. He's back in the fold. Uh, I think he's a guy who, not underrated necessarily, but somebody who didn't really get a fair shake maybe under Jurgen Klinsman uh, with the personal stuff and whatever was going on there. That's all in the past now, and I think he's someone who could be a big contributor. And I think Bruce Arena, you know, after you know years of watching and playing against him and trying to figure out how to stop this guy, could know how to get the best out of Darlington Nagby. Mm, I, I like that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I think there's that that midfield is definitely uh, the place to go. I'm, I'm going to go with Klushin. Um I think you know he worked his way back into the team under under Klinsman. Um, but I, I think there's a real chance that he's you know going to start for this team with next to Bradley. Uh, yeah. You know, in a very real way, and and I think he has significantly improved since coming back from MLS he was never a, a bad player by any stretch but you know you've really seen he's a much better two-way player now he you know can control the game I think he and Bradley have an understanding with each other of you know where to be on the field and he sort of compliments Bradley in a way that Jermaine Jones and Bradley never really have um, so I think that I you know I don't know if he's maybe not underrated he certainly is getting a lot of love um, everywhere especially since he finally, you know, made his way back into the team. But I think that, you know, we could really see some big things from him in 2017. Is this team too old? I mean, a lot of people were saying, ah, Bruce Arena, like he's kind of a, not a retread, but, you know, that's moving backward. Uh, these guys, you know, Sasha Kleshin's 31, Beasley's on the roster at, I think, 34. You know, you got guys who are still playing at a high level like Nick Ramondo, Jones, Wando. Did, were you hoping for a younger roster? Um, not for this camp because the only thing that matters about this camp is that they get six points, hopefully at least four points in March, mm -hmm. uh, for those qualifiers and kind of reset it and, you know, take down the level of panic and, and really reset that way, you know, that path to qualifying for that. Uh, I don't have any problem with arena calling the experienced guys. I mean, I think you can make a pretty good argument that the roster that's in this camp could do really well in those games. You know, uh, yeah. I think, um, Bobby Warshaw, this is his idea, but he he's almost like, you know, you should have two different teams. You have one that plays, one U.S. team that plays CONCACAF opponents, maybe everyone except for the Mexico games, and then you should have, you know, another team that plays the European teams and the big tournaments and goes to the World Cup and stuff like that. And, and I really do think there's an argument for, 
you know, winning in CONCACAF is totally different than winning at the World Cup and winning in other places. You certainly could do, uh, like, you know, in the in the off-year Gold Cup, which this is, Mexico's at the Confederations Cup, they're going to send a B team. You could send a B team to that, get a bunch of experience for these younger guys. And, and I think Mexico benefits from doing that, you know, even though it's kind of a function of the fact that they have another tournament to contend with. I agree with you. I don't think this team is too old because I think this is, look, Arena's there. And, and, and the U.S. is in this situation because it is panic time. It's panic mode. You know, you, you didn't just lose to Mexico and Costa Rica to start the qualification cycle. You lost to home to Mexico, and you got destroyed by Costa Rica. I mean, there needs to be a real change, right? Like, there needs to be something different. And I understand some of these people who say, well, you know, we've seen what Klesha and Bradley can do, right? We saw that the last time around. But we didn't see what they could do with Bruce Arena, and we didn't see what they could do kind of with, with these guys around them. So I'm with you. I don't right. think and, there's anything and wrong this with this team. No, and, and this isn't a this isn't a January camp to experiment. This is a January camp where you have a a new coach who yes knows the players but hasn't coached them yeah yeah for, forever if if at all you know I mean you also have a lot of young guys on this roster right. and you have you know two rookies you have I mean we've talked about Agudelo who's still pretty young um, you know a lot a lot of other guys are Kikuna you know Mane's in there exactly uh, you know Kemp um, the, it's not like you know, it's not all, all these guys are 34. It's you have a pretty good spine of your team and then you have a couple guys. And, and also, I mean, you're, you know, 18 months out from the World Cup. It's not that long. So you don't have a whole lot of time to sort of bring in, you know, super young guys. There'd be plenty of time for that looking ahead. Plus, you got to beat Serbia and Jamaica. Let's move to the last category, Florence. Meryl Streep was given a Career Achievement Award. Also is up for her role where she plays an opera singer who doesn't really sing very well. Noah, who are you disappointed to see on this roster? Someone that you don't think can uh, hit all their lines? Oh, man. Hit all their notes. Um, Remember all their lines. You no, know, I mean, I'm a big, big Wondolowski guy, but I, I do think that you are. the time is probably <laughs> passing him by. Um, you know, Brad Evans, I don't know. I, there's, there's not a huge fullback depth I, th- I think he's another guy who's sort of you know you bring him in for the experience and for the versatility and stuff like that but if he got left off the roster that wouldn't be the end of the world uh yeah i, I think the jermaine jones experience is um pretty rapidly coming to a close i think it's going to be interesting to see how long <laughs> arena sticks with him um i do like that you call it an experience Oh, it's it, ha- it has been an experience. It's an experience. I think that's the best way to describe it. There's no other way. I mean, both on and off the field, that dude is he's great. Um, you know, I, I, I again, there's another guy where I, I can see him. You know, there's a benefit to having him in the short term, and m- maybe he he plays in March, and maybe Arena wants to see you know what he's like. And I, I do think there are some advantages to having him. Um, just that that toughness that Klinsman always talked about is that is a fact. That is a true thing. There are. You know he's not he's not a negative. He he has shown he can step up in big games and important games. Um, but I, I think those three guys are guys that um you know if if they were off the roster it would not be the end of the world to me. Maybe I'm gonna get called out for Hayden here, but I was very confused at the movements and then the subsequent call up of Stefan Fry. I mean, amazing MLS Cup save, a good season with the Sounders. But, like, I just don't know that the U.S. team, to me, the hole in the team, it wasn't really calling out for another goalkeeper older than 30, you know? I think that you already have experienced guys in Ramondo. Obviously, Howard's injured, and you can't call Guzan into this camp. So, you know, you need some maybe experience, but I feel like Ramondo gives you that. you got Bill Hamid coming through, David Bingham coming through. We'll see about, you know, Sean Johnson, some of the other keepers. I've heard some interesting names about some even younger guys uh, who could be coming through in MLS. So... 
I don't know. I, I was surprised that people were... I mean, I get it. Like, it's nice to see him. He's a good guy. He's a good goalkeeper as well. But I was a little surprised to see him on there. And then, uh, yeah, I guess that's my my one. I think everybody I mean, he made, the, he made the best save in the history of MLS and maybe all of soccer, <laughs> John. So he gets in there. Yeah, I agree. I mean... I don't know. He's the he's the fifth goalie. See, I was concerned about hating, and then you took it to another level. You you're a hating man. I I think it was a great save. I just think it it's was like, a great dude. save. Yeah, it was a great save. We agree. We agree. That's that's love, John. All love. I you know I don't know. I think also with with so many of these like call ups and stuff, you never know kind of what's what's going on. If yeah. if some of the goalies are gonna you know maybe one goalie is gonna miss some time, so you need right. you need four goalies. And so I, I think there's you know with all those different things and and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's not. He doesn't even have a passport, right? So it's like he's not gonna. Yeah, he's know. not gonna play. So you get him in. There's no harm, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Right? It no, absolutely. And I, I agree. It's just like, I mean, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, how I feel it, about know. having you on the podcast, though. Oh wow! Well, so maybe <laughs> next week you can just talk to yourself. <laughs> I will That's be. Fine. I will be after everyone <laughs> keeps dropping out. Hey, listener, I hope you don't drop out. I hope you stick with us. Uh, you know, we've we've empty promised you before that we're going to try and get consistent, but it's looking good in 2017. It's going to be a big year for the ASM podcast. It's going to be a big year for you, listener. It's going to be a big year for the U.S. national team. We're going to talk about that and MLS and everything revolving around American soccer on this show. Noah, I gave you a hard time, but thank you for joining me. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. We'll just keep calling it over 30 podcast listeners, podcast hosts. It'd be great. <laughs> I hey hey I'm I'm not I'm not on that mark yet. That's true. You're getting there. I'm talking about myself. It's rapidly approaching. And so it's the end of this podcast, listener. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon on American Soccer Now. In 10 to 15 minutes. Take care.